I recently had a three-month stint at a Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym. Three months, martial arts. It was a good experience. It was. And I think ultimately, I was paying 150 a month, and I wasn't aware. That's kind of expensive. That's kind of expensive. I joined a new gym, uh, 40 bucks a month. And in terms of like my fitness goals and what I was looking to get out of basically physical exertion, I'm just kind of trying to get that lazy V-shaped body. Not as much Zach Efron. I'm going to reference this individual again, as I always do, but like a Ryan Gosling in La La Land, a little chub around the belly, but at the same time, decent delts. And you can see my bicep. That, that's the goal. That's the goal. And it's not that I wasn't achieving it at the BJJ gym, but at the same time, at this new gym, I'm not rolling around in sweat as often, 110 bucks less, a little closer, and it's open every hour of the day. It's a 24-hour fitness. I don't know. It's a 24-hour fitness. That's where my new membership is. And it's not a knock on the Brazilian jiu-jitsu because I like thoroughly enjoyed the experience. Not sure if it's my thing. And I'm not going to rule out a return because I could technically drop 10 bucks roll onto the mat for another class. That's the way it's left. But I have to say this, I learned a lot of lessons in that Brazilian jiu-jitsu experience. And I think one that stands out a bit above the rest, and I'm mentioning it specifically because it applies directly to this episode. Uh, at the end of one of the classes, the professor kind of sat us down, we, we would huddle up and he would speak about things beyond the sport, beyond the martial art, and kind of apply it to life. And one of my favorite talks was he, would, he was basically discussing when you walk in here into the dojo, you leave all emotions behind. When you're on the mat, you're emotionless. But, but the way he framed it, it's like, I want you to feel your emotions. Don't act on them. You never want to act out of straight up anger. Let's take a deep breath, count down from 10. That's just an example. And I thought that applied outside of the gym as well in life. There's times where you need to be stoic. Don't get me wrong. You want to act out of emotion and passion sometimes. I'm thinking Paris proposing to the love of your life. You want to be passionate when we're getting on the knee, opening up, seeing the ring, reading off their facial expression, and acting accordingly. You want a nice kiss in that scenario. But in terms of just kind of general life activities, it might be best to be pretty stoic. And I think I learned my lesson very recently. I was on LinkedIn. And for some reason, I'm pretty quiet on LinkedIn. I'll share an article every once in a while. I'll connect with people. And usually I just kind of send my friends articles. Um, But this quote unquote sales guru, he popped up on my page and he had a video. And this video was something along, it was just very generic advice and it was extremely corny. And I got annoyed inside it's kind of like there's a splinter in my foot, but it was in wherever I make emotions, in my brain. I got twisted up, got torn up a little bit, and sent him back a, I don't know where I was going with that analogy, but I sent him back a paragraph basically saying, I thought that was corny. If you sent me that response, um, there's not a snowball's chance in hell that I would respond. That, that last part's word for word. And I felt better after. It's like I popped a massive zit into the comment section. I felt good. I felt relieved. I never took into account that other people would see I commented on this. For, I just thought it would kind of go out there and then I'd, I'd move on. Maybe the guy would reply. Maybe not. I wanted him to. I tagged him three times after that. I just wanted to see what he had to say. 
But then I got a, a screenshot text message from a friend saying, chill, bro. And it, it, was, it was my whole comment. It was, a, it was a lengthy comment. I got another text from a friend of mine applauding my passionate response. And then someone else liked my comment. So three people saw my comment and it hit them so much that they actually felt they had to like, let me know they saw it. That doesn't account for the 641 other connections that I have that don't know me well enough to let me know this happened or like the comment, but they saw it. Everyone, this isn't Facebook. This is not Twitter, not breaking up the Twitter fingers. It's not even a questionable YouTube video. Everyone, this is LinkedIn, a professional landscape, one where I need to be acting professionally. And I'm not sure emotionally engaging with the sales guru. who I really, I don't know at all. And from an outsider's perspective, my comment might seem a little arrogant. I just don't think this is the landscape for it. What do I do though? Do I just dial it back, put on the suit and tie and go about my day? Don't really comment, don't really engage, don't really express my opinions. I mean, there's got to be another option. That sounds too plain. And there is. My friend Keaton, uh, one of the people who actually applauded my efforts in that comment section, shot me a text suggesting a fantastic idea. Keaton suggested that I set up a LinkedIn burner account. A LinkedIn burner account, not a Twitter burner account. Not, not as much a Kevin Durant situation. I'm sure we're all aware had the burner account. I believe he was kind of just like boosting himself, a bit of an ego feeder. I'm not going that route. I want a LinkedIn burner account. Now, what will this allow me to do? Example, I know nothing about blockchain, but it's being talked about a lot. Maybe I want to chime in without suffering the embarrassment of commenting it being nothing about blockchain completely unrelated. And I kind of look like a fool. That, that's if I do it on my normal account. That LinkedIn cloud, it might be there. People might engage, but at the same time, I have no business being in that comment section. Well, if I got the burner account, completely different story. I can let it flow. I can get a little arrogant. I can get a little aggressive. I can maybe, you know, fake it till I make it. Paragraph comment, short comment. I can take shots at people. Jeff Bezos. Gary Vaynerchuk, hypothetically, of course, I could take shots at these people and I don't really think suffer any consequences because it's a burner account. It's that burner phone. Worst case, I snap the Motorola or deactivate my account and move on with my day because I still got my real account. That's a good idea. That's a fabulous idea. Now, do I take action on it? That's the real thing. I don't know if I'm stepping out of any moral boundary. I suppose. I don't want to like be mean with the burner account, but maybe I play devil's advocate a lot in, in, in ways to maybe verbally joust with people who, like I said, put something corny up or something I've seen a thousand times. Just keep things in check. In doing so, does that mean I'm allowing burner accounts to engage with my personal account? Yes. It's also LinkedIn. I, I don't know how testy these waters are going to get. I just think there's minimal consequences for short-term emotional gain. Everyone, here's my thing. At the Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gym, I learned more than a basic rear naked choke. I, I learned more than just applying an arm triangle choke from mount. I learned more than basic shrimping. I learned something about emotions, and it's okay to feel them, 100%. But acting on them 
not the best idea unless you have a burner LinkedIn account. In that case, let them run free. 